local talk is back in the valley. It's the conversation you've missed. The Mike Douglas Show. Weekdays at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome to the Mike Douglas Show here on this fine Wednesday afternoon in California's Central Valley. Mike Douglas with you, your personal concierge for conversation here on the Mike Douglas Show, Monday through Friday at 3 here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And uh, proud to have made yesterday the big announcement that effective Valentine's Day Monday, February 14, the Mike Douglas Show will expand to two hours a day, Monday through Friday. We think that's going to be that's going to be very, very beneficial in many ways. We'll have uh, extended time to talk about the issues of the day and. Uh, those of you who maybe are getting off work around 3.30, 3.45, uh, you'll now have time to weigh in. We'll gather uh, your opinions as well. So beginning Monday, February 14, Monday, February 14, Mike Douglas Show, Monday through Friday, 3 to 5 p.m. here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And by the way, I do not take this show nor the grace that iHeartMedia has shown me ever for granted. I am blessed to be able to be here, and uh, I consider it a great honor and also a tremendous responsibility as well. So my commitment to you is I will come as prepared as I am every day, if not more, and I'm, I am very excited about this. Our whole team here at the Mike Douglas Show is excited about it, and so we'll look forward to Valentine's Day, February 14, and uh, two hours a day here on the Mike Douglas Show. And by the way, as I noted yesterday, men, let me put my pastor's hat on for a minute, mm, Valentine's Day, the time to think about Valentine's Day and to plan for it is not uh, at 11.59 p.m. on February 13. Uh, no, advanced planning is good. If you if you are looking forward to a long and happy relationship with your wife, your girlfriend, hopefully not both, your significant other, whatever, uh, p- please plan ahead. Now, I will now take my pastor's hat off, having uh, completed that public service announcement. A lot going on nationally, of course. Uh, The big news today, it looks like Justice Stephen Breyer will be retiring at the end of this uh, Supreme Court term, probably June, July sometime. We'll keep our eye on that. Of course, there will be a lot of speculation about uh, who the uh, Democrats will uh, propose to uh, take his place. Anyway, we'll keep that on our radar screen. I'd like to uh, look locally here at the top of the program today, however. Last night, the Modesto City Council approved a proposal we touched on a couple of uh, weeks ago, and that is for park rangers. This is an 18-month pilot program the City Council has uh, approved. Price tag, um, about $624,000. Uh, four park rangers will patrol city parks, trails, and other open space. Uh, the rangers will not be armed. Uh, they will uh, not have tasers, but they will have pepper spray, handcuffs, body cams, and uh, obviously uh, police radios. They are authorized to write citations for misdemeanor violations of the state penal code and violations of the city's municipal code. Now, what would be affected by that? Well, things like drinking in public, illegal camping, not having a dog on a leash. Gee, hope mine doesn't get loose. And being in a park when it is closed. And the rangers, as planned, would call uh, sworn police officers to handle more serious offenses. Police Chief Brandon Gillespie has said the rangers will also educate people about the rules and try to gain voluntary compliance before issuing citations. The Rangers, he says, also would serve as ambassadors for the city and provide outreach and referral to services for people who are homeless. I like that, uh, I like that element of it. Uh, Chief Gillespie says, I don't want this to be heavy enforcement. He adds that he hopes the Rangers' sustained consistent presence in parks and recreational areas will curb bad 
behavior. Now, when will it go in effect? Uh, the chief is saying eh, it could be patrolling city parks within uh, two to three months from now. Well, <clears throat> let's look at this from a couple of angles. I always like to look at these issues and uh, like a, a, a jewel in your hand that has many facets. And, and we turn it around and look at every facet of that. We look at the pros. We look at the cons just so that we understand it fully and are able to uh, discuss it rationally, reasonably, and respectfully. And I think this deserves <clears throat> some discussion. First of all, I compliment City of Modesto for uh, doing something proactive. I think that's a good thing. Now, whether or not you think this will be effective or not, well, let's hear what you think. Our telephone number, 209 209- Five five one three four eight three. Do you like the concept of the park rangers? Do you think it will help some of the issues in the parks in Modesto? 209-551-3483. And what about your own city or your own county? <clears throat> Would you like a, uh, a program such as this? A couple of things that I always look for. One well, obviously, is it is it effective? Does it make sense? And I think there are some some positives to this. I like the referral factor. I like the the budget issue. Now, this is not my understanding coming out of uh, general funds. This is coming uh, from the ARPA, the American Rescue Plan Act. Uh, so it's it's uh, money coming in from the outside for this. The, the downside of that, to me, is always sustainability. Will it be able to sustain over time? Anytime a grant is involved, sustainability comes into question. And I'm always looking for things that we can maintain, if they work. And uh, I applaud their approach to it in the city of Modesto and Chief Gillespie's approach. Let's... Let's see how it works. Let's evaluate it. We're going to have 18 months, apparently. Uh, the money will last that long, and they'll take a look at it and uh, decide whether or not it's uh, effective or not. Uh, I like that. The, again, the part that I think is iffy in all of these kinds of programs is the grant factor. If it's coming out of the general budget, then it's up to the city council. You know, Can we keep it going? Uh, this would be money that's not in the general budget. And so it depends on that grant money or more grant money being available. Uh, at Advancing Vibrant Communities, we were part of what was called the Weed and Seed Program many years ago now. And the object of that was to go into uh, gang areas <coughs> and uh, impoverished areas uh, within the, the city limits and replace bad stuff with good stuff. And that uh, had a whole range of different aspects from uh, educational programs to uh, helping people understand how to work the system to their benefit. If they need services, here's, here's how to get them. Advancing Vibrant Communities, our part, our commitment, was that we committed to painting out uh, gang tagging. It's not really graffiti. Graffiti technically is... Artwork, and most of the gang, tag, gang tagging is not artwork; it's tagging. It's like a uh, a dog marking its territory, so to speak. And so uh, we we spend a lot of time on that. Many years, we did not accept any of the grant money for that. We uh, we said we're going to volunteer our time uh, to do this, and for. I ah, gee, maybe 12 years or so, way past when the grant money ran out for the Weed and Seed program, we were still wiping out uh, gang graffiti in the alleyways on the west side, for the most part, and in, in some of the heavy gang areas as well. We had a, it, it was great for building relationships with the community. Uh, actually, and, and, you know, the gangsters were out there. They had their shot callers out there. They had their observers out there, and uh, we had a, a pretty good relationship there. We never disrespected them. Uh, they knew that we were the cost of doing business. They put markings up on the wall. We take the markings down. They would put markings back on the wall. We would take markings down. 
And ultimately, actually, uh, when you do that consistently after a while in certain areas, the tagging uh, went down because we were very consistent in removing uh, the graffiti. And, and part of that was we were educating. And the, the volunteers that we took to do this ultimately were uh, junior hires and high schoolers from um, uh, local uh, private high schools and uh, who wanted to participate. And basically, we'd give them a half-hour education on uh, the genesis of the gangs in our area, the Norteños and the Sorreños, and the histories there, uh, what the markings mean, what 13 means, what 14 means, what four dots mean, what three dots mean. And so as we went out into the gang areas, we would show them, uh, all right, here's uh, 13. What does that mean? So we'd kind of do quizzes while we were out there as well. Point being that we kept that going for a long time until I felt as an ex-cop that I could no longer guarantee really the safety of the students out there. Things were heating up a bit, and a lot of factors converged, and I just felt, uh, I, I felt in my gut it was, it was time to stop. And so, but what I'm happy to see is uh, the city apparently is doing a good job in many of the areas we used to be in, and uh, so are the local neighbors as well. So, again, my point is we were committed to keep that going. But for those who rely upon the grants, when the grant's done, it's all done. And so that's, I think, one of uh, two um, concerns. And, and I'm not against this program. I'm just saying the two concerns that I have. One is if it's working well, sustainability. Uh, if it's working well after 18 months, will it become part of the general budget? Will they be able to find other grant dollars to support it? And number two... Uh, I think budget-wise, it does make sense uh, to have these rangers out there uh, who are not sworn personnel, but they're authorized to issue citations. They're, uh, essentially, it's, it's low-level encounters. Uh, there's some education involved. Will it be effective? Well, we, we won't know until, well, 18 months from now, or probably more, because it's going to take two or three months to make it happen. So, uh, the park rangers, and by the way, I, and, and, and again, I, I don't mean to make light of this whatsoever. It's just, you know, funny things that come to my mind that I share with you once in a while. When we were uh, back east uh, in uh, Virginia visiting our daughter over Christmas time, uh, we spent uh, a couple hours just watching some of our favorite Christmas movies. One of those was Elf. <laughs> Remember the scene at the end? where Santa Claus is being uh, pursued by the Central Park Rangers. I don't know why, but that scene popped in my mind here. But uh, these, these will be kindly Park Rangers. So uh, I say kudos to the city of Modesto and MPD for doing something uh, creative. And uh, time will tell whether it works well or not. And uh, be interested in hearing your thoughts on that at 209-551-3483. Park Rangers, what do you think of the idea? 209-551-3483. And we'll continue the discussion on the Mike Douglas Show in three minutes here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Power Talk 1360 KFIV traffic. Now from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. Eastbound 120, Manteca, slow right now, Main Street to 99, and that is not our only slow spot on the map with eastbound 205 in Tracy, tied up from Grantline Road past Tracy Boulevard. For the latest on the Valley reopening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by ChooseChangeCA.org. Stimulant use disorder is a disease, not a choice. But getting help with your meth or cocaine addiction is. Choose Treatment and Choose Change California. Find proven treatment options at choosechangeca.org. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ziprecruiter.com radio. 
ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. Being a realist. Connecting to people. I need to find new buyers every day. So I promote my listings using radio commercials from iHeartAdBuilder.com. Now every time I have an open house, it's a full house. A custom radio ad from iHeart Ad Builder is the fast, affordable way to drive customers to your business. Put the power of radio to work for you. Get started now at iHeartAdBuilder.com. This hour of Mike Douglas brought to you by Transworld Business Advisors. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents. Doug. And we're back with Limu, Emu, and Doug for the final question. Category is things you climb. All right, Limu, what do you think? You sure? We're going with Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need. Oh, so close. We were looking for stairs. Huh. Only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Watching TaxLayer calculate your refund feels like climbing to the apex of a roller coaster. Here we go! And flying down the tracks. <laughs> At maximum refund speed. Start for free and get your guaranteed maximum refund. TaxLayer. File fearlessly. Four blankets, two sweatshirts, a log in the fire, and a space heater? Yeah, that's efficient. One call to J&J Heating and Air, and your home will stay toasty all winter. Go to JJHeat.com to see our $59 tune-up with no breakdown guarantee plus same-day service offer. JJHeat.com. The Trevor Carey Show. Amen. Follows Mike Douglas every weekday at 4. Well... On Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show. Mike Douglas here, your concierge for conversation. Our conversation at the moment centering around the city of Modesto uh, and their approval of a park ranger program uh, to put uh, four park rangers into some of the parks where they have uh, troubles. And it's an 18-month program. We'll see see how it works. I think one of the things I would add that I see as a, a possible benefit is high visibility. Anytime that you have high visibility uh, of uh, police presence, whether it would be like these park rangers or sworn officers, anytime you have high visibility, it tends to suppress some of the action in, uh, in the area that you're in, uh, whatever that might be. So some of the costs, uh, just to uh, uh, give you a sense of that, they're going to be purchasing two extended cab pickup trucks uh, and also bicycles, electric bicycles, and perhaps dual sport motorcycles so that they can traverse uh, off-terrain areas when patrolling areas like Dry Creek, uh, the Virginia Trails, or the Tuolumne River Regional Park. Uh, I've spent a lot of time with uh, advancing vibrant communities in some of those areas as we're uh, connecting with people in need and as we're helping with community uh, cleanups and and such. And uh, I think, um, again, I, I, I think one of the positives here is the high visibility, but also any time that you have a positive police presence you have the ability to build relationships with the community and relationships are what it's all about and i want to say that in in my experience i've been here in this area what 25 years now 
And during that period, I want to say that the sheriff's department, I'm, I'm looking specifically at law enforcement, the sheriff's department and the police and Modesto Police Department, at least, those are two that I've uh, personally worked with, have been very good at reaching out to the community and listening well. It's one thing to connect with the community. It's another to listen to the community's concerns and, and to really listen. And I think they've done that well. I think... Uh, um, Sheriff, uh, Sheriff Adam Christensen did a fine job of that. And I think, uh, Sheriff Dirksy is doing a fine job as well. And, uh, several, uh, in a litany of Modesto police chiefs, uh, have, have done well uh, with that as well, including, uh, Chief Gillespie. So I think one of, one of the positives is that you develop contact in a positive frame. People want to enjoy their parks. And by the way, still take a few calls on this, area code 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483. People want to enjoy parks, but they don't want to take their children to parks where there are people defecating, urinating, shooting up, um acting uh, bizarre and you say well that's 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 not being very charitable no it's 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 identifying what's true now how you deal with that determines the charity how you deal with it uh, is is a fine line and in, in, in all these uh, efforts in the parks or the streets whatever it might be uh, compa- there's a fine line between uh, compassion and codependency being compassionate does not mean helping people stay stuck where they're where they are in dysfunctional situations where other people are being negatively affected as well that is not compassion that that's codependency that's enabling people to continue in uh dysfunctional environments dysfunctional behaviors Real compassion, now think about how you, if you have kids, how you deal with your kids. Real compassion to me means that you stand in the light of what's true. You stand in the light of truth and you begin there. And for the person who needs help, it is he, the first, one of the first steps in the healing process is to identify what's true about you. What's true about me? What's true about my situation? And if we often excuse things or we, we nuance the situation or nuance the problem, that is not helpful. That doesn't help anybody. It really doesn't. And you say, well, come on, Mike, you're a pastor. Is that, I don't think that's very Christian of you. Well, look at the way Jesus handled people. Many, most of the people that he encountered, a lot of them rejected him. Why? Because he was real with them. He was real. He stood in the light of truth. And the healing process cannot start until we identify what's true. For example, if you have a broken arm, it doesn't help for the doctor to say, well, I wish you didn't have that, and let's just pretend you don't have. No, it starts with identifying the problem. All right, we'll continue the conversation in about five minutes. I want to talk uh, as, as we come out uh, of that five-minute period about Charlie Brown, Peter Robbins. Peter Robbins, the first voice of Charlie Brown, coming up in five minutes. Power Talk 1360, KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360. KFIV. If you've been injured in an accident, before you do anything, call Drake Law Firm. They'll protect your health and finances by dealing with insurance companies and medical professionals so you can focus on your health. Drake Law Firm has recovered over $150 million for their clients and you don't pay anything until your case settles. If you've been in an auto accident or hurt as a result of a slip and fall, before you do anything, call Drake Law Firm. 209-4-900-900. That's 209-4-900-900. Your sales with Drake. Power Talk 1360 KFIV traffic. Now, from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. 
Eastbound 120, Manteca, slow right now. Main Street to 99, and that is not our only slow spot on the map with eastbound 205 in Tracy tied up from Grantline Road past Tracy Boulevard. For the latest on the Valley reopening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by Wendy's Breakfast, now with a free drink with any breakfast sandwich purchase. Get a better breakfast at Wendy's. Buy any breakfast sandwich and get any size drink in a Wendy's cup free. Hot coffee, Diet Coke, or vanilla Frosted Chino? Yes, free. Get your free drink when you buy a Wendy's breakfast sandwich today. Limited time only at participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. What do you get when you cross an MBA, veteran, and mortgage expert? Plenty to chew on, that's what. Catch Real Estate Jerky with host Ed Farco and his trusty sidekick, Marlene Champlin, every Saturday at noon and Sunday at 10 a.m. Spicy. Oh, yeah, the holidays right around the corner. You know, you got to be thinking about time with family, the season. You can't. You got that constant joint pain. Listen, if that sounds like you, it's time to get some relief. And the medical professionals at Modesto Physical Medicine, they got all the answers to chronic joint pain. They're natural therapies that help your body heal itself. Is it that nagging pain in your hips? Maybe your shoulder, your back? Oh, the knees. Modesto Physical Medicine gives relief without going under the knife. Matter of fact, it's a simple office visit. No downtime, no harmful drugs. They treat pain through regenerative cell therapies. It activates the body's own healing properties. They give patients their quality of life back. Get started now. You'll have something to really celebrate for the holidays. Call for your free consultation at Modesto Physical Medicine. Just blocks north of Memorial Hospital in Modesto. Call 209-838-3434. That's 838-3434. Call now, 838-3434. The sooner you get started, the faster you'll feel the amazing relief. That's 838-3434. Jackson Hewitt needs you to know three things about filing taxes this year. One, there are thousands of dollars worth of new tax credits on the table. Two, you have to file for them to make sure you get the right amount. Three, a Jackson Hewitt tax pro will help track down every credit you deserve. Tax credits for being a parent, taking care of a parent, going to school, and so much more. You don't want to miss out on thousands. Jackson Hewitt knows that. Discover thousands in tax credits and get your biggest refund guaranteed. Learn more at jacksonhewitt.com. What is iHeartRadio? All your favorite music. This is Steven Tyler. And Joe Perry from Aerosmith. James from Metallica here. It's iHeartRadio. All your favorite stations, where you live or where you used to live. And of course, virtually every podcast on the planet at your fingertips. And it's all free. All free. If you don't already have it, download the free iHeart app today. iHeart. Discover music, radio, and podcasts you'll love. iHeartRadio. This report is sponsored by KickItCA.org. The journey to quit smoking isn't easy, but you have the power to do it. Your story to quit for good is yours to tell, and we're here to help. For free quit support, visit KickItCA.org today. Sunny skies today. We'll see highs in the low 60s with some light wind. Clear overnight, mid-30s. And then sunny again tomorrow, low 60s once again. Local Talk is back in the Valley with KFIV's Mike Douglas. Weekdays at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show. Uh, Thank you for being part of the Mike Douglas Show family here again. Very excited. Beginning February 14, we'll have two hours together. Monday through Friday from 3 to 5. Again, that begins Valentine's Day, Monday, February 14. Not too far away. Looking forward to that, and so is our team here, our our wonderful producer of producers, Mike Murray, and also our assistant producer and call screener, Brenda Lapome. What a team. I, uh, I'm, I, may, I may be the, uh, the voice here, I may be the mouthpiece, but there's a fantastic team in the background here that uh, really makes it all happen, and we so much appreciate them and appreciate iHeartMedia for giving us this wonderful opportunity to uh, add another hour to the Mike Douglas Show beginning in February. Well, in addition to uh, talking about park rangers today in Modesto, again, we'll see what happens. They have, uh, they'll roll that program out in about two or three months, and then uh, 18 months uh, of uh, grant money. We'll see how it works. We'll see if it helps the situation in some of those parks that have some uh, high-profile problems. I want to talk a little bit today about Peter Robbins, as you probably have heard. 
Uh, he was the original voice of Charlie Brown. And uh, Peter Robbins, 65, apparently uh, committed suicide and uh, in Carlsbad, California, born in, in August uh, of 1956 in Los Angeles, California. It's very interesting, uh, as I looked at his uh, biography, his mother was an immigrant from Hungary, and she died of cancer when he was 16 years old. Uh, started his uh, acting roles in 1963, and uh, he, as we mentioned before, he was the first person to provide the voice of Charlie Brown, and that was in A Charlie Brown Christmas uh, in 1965. I love A Charlie Brown Christmas for a lot of reasons, and I, I think the primary reason is the, the journey that Charlie Brown takes during that half hour uh, is, is really amazing. I think it's a, a masterful journey from despair and not understanding why he's not as excited about Christmas as everybody else to the very end where Linus and, and his friends help him discover the real joy of the Christmas message. I think it's it's powerful. I never get tired of, uh, of watching it. Here's that, that poignant moment, if you remember, and this is Peter Robbins uh, providing the voice. By the way, his birth name was Louis Nanasi. Louis Nanasi took the stage name uh, Peter Robbins uh, in his acting career. Uh, here's that poignant moment early on in A Charlie Brown Christmas when Charlie Brown is watching all these joyful friends celebrate Christmas and he's, he's walking with Linus and the, and the music starts to come down a little bit and he, he begins to open his heart to Linus about how he's, he's, he's just not having that same kind of joy as everybody else. Here's Peter Robbins, the very first voice of Charlie Brown in A Charlie Brown Christmas. I think there must be something wrong with me, Linus. Christmas is coming, but I'm not happy. I don't feel the way I'm supposed to feel. I just don't understand Christmas, I guess. I like getting presents and sending Christmas cards and decorating trees and all that, but I'm still not happy. I always end up feeling depressed. Mm. And then we experience the journey. Uh, that Charlie Brown goes through, uh, thanks to his friends, uh, where he discovers, again, the, the real meaning of Christmas and finds the joy uh, in Christmas. Uh, as, uh, as the first voice of Charlie Brown in A Charlie Brown Christmas, 1965, Peter Robbins uh, also provided the Charlie Brown voice in It's a Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Oh, isn't that fun? Love that. And uh, let's see, when did he start doing the voice? He started... Uh, with a uh, Charlie Brown Christmas. He was nine years old and uh, stopped doing the voices at age 13. He also did uh, some other acting as well. I don't remember uh, the comedy program Blondie. I vaguely remember there was one. This was 1968, I think. Anyway, he uh, provided a, a recurring role as Alexander Bumstead on Blondie in 68. Also had guest appearances on Rawhide in 59, The Munsters. I have to confess, I think I watched every episode of The Munsters. Anyway, Munsters in 1964. He was on the Donna Reed Show in 58, F Troop in 65. He was on Get Smart, one of my favorite shows of all time, 1965. He was also on My Three Sons. Now, here's something I did not know. And I wonder if you remember this, uh, uh, if at all. I, I did not. I did not know this. Maybe you did. When he was 12 years old in 1968, remember the song, If I Knew Then What I Know Now? A lot of artists have recorded that over the years. Peter Robbins, the first voice of Charlie Brown, cut a 45 single of if I knew then what I need to know now, and and uh, if I knew then what I know now. Uh, 1968, he would have been 12 years old, and, and here's a, a quick cut from the song, just so you can hear his voice at about 12 years old, a couple years after uh, Charlie Brown Christmas. 
defining then what I know now. I'd have done the same thing, the same thing anyhow. When I was just a lad of two, the only thing I had to do was to run to the meadows and feel the sun for the world. So there's Peter Robbins, the first voice of Charlie Brown. Had no idea that he cut a 45 single. You can hear the kind of scratchy uh, 45 there. You remember that? And you had to put the insert into the 40. Well, I'm dating myself. Anyway, uh, interesting. And one of the reasons I'm bringing this up is I spent some time uh, when I lived. I grew up in, in Pasadena, Altadena area. And for a while, did some voice acting in Hollywood. And so I had time, not, not only during gigs, but also during the, the normal schools you go through. I mean, you know, there's voiceover schools and, and such. And th- this is way past when I went to USC for my original degree in broadcast journalism. Uh, to me, this this was fun. I, I was making pocket change with it. It wasn't making a lot of money, but it was it was uproariously fun. It was one one of the highlights of my life was being able to do uh, some of the voice voice acting for animated uh, uh, animated features during uh, during the eighties. But anyway, uh, during uh, during that time, what I noticed is <clears throat> for remember the remember the song. Mamas, I may not have the name right. Mamas, don't let your boys grow up to be cowboys. Was that the name of it? Yeah. Uh, there's, you know, a warning. Mamas, think about it before you let your kids grow up to be actors. I noticed so many times, and I'm not saying this was the case necessarily with, with Peter Robbins, but child actors and actresses, don't always live long and happy lives. Now, some do. Ron Howard, Opie from <laughs> the Andy Griffith Show, I, I think, obviously had good parenting and he had good counsel on the set, and I, I think he handled his fame well and, and still does. Uh, you think of uh, some other, well, Shirley Temple Black uh, as as well, and and some others, but there there are others, uh, you know, child uh, preteen actors and actresses. The industry eats them up and spits them out so many times. And this would be uh, sometimes at at these little uh, schools you go to to hone your craft. These mothers would come in with these kids. And the pressure these mothers put on those kids and the coaches was absolutely disgusting. I'm, I was appalled, and I was in my, what was I, in the 20s then? Well, yeah, mid to late 20s. Uh, and I, I just was appalled. Didn't have any kids then, wasn't married yet. But I was appalled at the pressure some of these kids are under from their mothers. It's like they're, they're, the, the mothers were trying to have their successes they wish they had and pressure their kid into doing it. The entertainment industry is not a happy environment. It, it's a, it, it can be a devastating environment. Here on the Mike Douglas Show, we have a very healthy environment, and we're going to keep it that way. But in, in many uh, entertainment venues, uh, I'm, and, and the ones that I was involved in, thankfully, I had really good producers, really good directors, and we had fun together. There, there wasn't uh, a whole lot of pressure. There wasn't a lot of egomania going on. None of us were famous at all. We were just having fun doing things that we enjoyed doing. But the pressure that some of these kids are under is just absolutely absurd. And my recommendation is, if you're thinking about having your child in the entertainment industry, if you're a person of faith, give it a lot of prayer. If not, give it a lot of thought. And uh, think uh, twice, three times, four times, maybe even five times. Robbins had a tough, uh, tough life. Uh, he was in prison for a while. He suffered apparently with a bipolar condition, mental illness. 
uh, addictions, had a, quite a few run-ins with the law. Apparently, uh, he made criminal uh, criminal threats to a San Diego County sheriff at one point. Uh, and uh, after his release from prison in 2019, he told Fox 5 in San Diego, I would recommend to anybody that has bipolar disorder to take it seriously because your life can turn around in the span of a month like it did to me. He said, I came out of prison and I'm a better person for it. I'm much more humble and grateful and thankful that I have lived through the experience. And uh, those who go through recovery, those who help coach people going through recovery, you know, things can go sideways in a moment. It's a lifetime process, and it's just very, very sad that uh, his life ended in suicide at, uh, at 65 years old. And I hope this doesn't, uh, next time you watch a Charlie Brown Christmas, I hope this doesn't color your, your appreciation of it. I, I think we, uh, we owe Peter Robbins a debt of gratitude of handling that role very, very well and providing uh, joy and a good message, some good messages to people for a couple of decades. Again, Peter Robbins, the original voice of Charlie Brown, uh, dead, apparently committed suicide, age 65. Thankful, though, for his artistic endeavors and the blessing that he gave us through the Charlie Brown animated features that he participated in. Coming up, San Jose and guns and the law, the policy that they just passed last night, Oh, my goodness. Bad news for San Jose. Bad news for California if the rest of California decides to adopt it. We'll go into details in three minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Power Talk 1360 KFIV traffic. Now, from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. Southbound 99 Manteca slow today, leaving 120. Those delays continue beyond uh, Jack Tone Road all the way to Hammett this afternoon. North 5 through Lathrop and French Camp remains at the limit, while eastbound 205 through Tracy slow from Grantline Road to MacArthur Drive. For the latest on the Valley reopening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by ChooseChangeCA.org. Stimulant use disorder is a disease, not a choice. But getting help with your meth or cocaine addiction is. Choose treatment and choose change, California. Find proven treatment options at choosechangeca.org. Take a trip back to Apartment 4D, home to the crew of the sitcom New Girl for seven incredible seasons. On the Welcome to Our Show podcast, join real-life friends Zoe Deschanel, Hannah Simone, and Lamorne Morris as they rewatch their Emmy-nominated series. At the end when he says, you got some Schmidt on your face, I feel like I pitched that joke. I believe that. Whoa. I feel like I did. I'm not a thousand percent. I want to say that was, I, I, I tossed that one out. Listen to Welcome to Our Show on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, Mike Douglas here with Stu Gilman from Transworld Business Advisors. Stu, you have great resources for CPAs, financial advisors, and attorneys looking to help people sell their businesses. In fact, that's right, Mike. Don't even know that we're here yet as Transworld Business Advisors, but we actually work in conjunction with, and many of our best referrals are from these resources because we actually come alongside them and the business owner to help them sell their business when it's time to retire. And in fact, Transworld is the largest business brokerage firm in America. We have over 200 offices nationwide. So we can advertise your business confidentially throughout the U.S. Stu Gilman, Transworld Business Advisors. You can contact them at 844-STU4U. That's 844-STU, the number 4-Y-O-U. And the website is NorCalBizSales.com. That's NorCalBiz, B-I-Z, Sales.com. 
Hey, Mario Courtney Lopez here. We know life's moments are definitely better together. And Smart Mouth Mouthwash gives us the confidence to always be ready to make the most of these moments. Whether in studio, on the red carpet, or around the house, having the confidence to get close is amazing. Mm-hmm. Our lives are better together with Smart Mouth. Just two rinses a day means fresh breath for 24 hours. Find it at your favorite drug, grocery, or super center store, or save 20% at smartmouth.com slash radio. Do you need new blinds or shades? Blindster.com offers custom-made blinds, shades, and shutters shipped directly to you at prices less than big box retailers. Blindster blinds are easy to install and guaranteed to fit. Don't overpay for new blinds. Shop Blindster today and save big. Blindster.com. We're going to talk about the Parents' Bill of Rights and all the redistricting shakeup with congressional maps. We're going to talk to congressional candidate Elizabeth Hang. The Trevor Carey Show, 1360 KFIV. And back with you here on the Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk, 1360 KFIV. Well, last night in San Jose, apparently there was a uh, very uh, emotive and uh, vibrant, uh, maybe intense five-hour discussion regarding uh, the the preamble to a final vote, San Jose is now the first city in the nation to mandate that gun owners have to have liability insurance and they have to pay an annual fee ostensibly in an effort to curb gun violence. Do you buy it? Do you think that's the motive of the city council there? Our number here, 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483. So the council members in uh, San Jose voted, uh, wasn't it unanimous, but uh, by majority, to approve gun control rules uh, so that San Jose residents who own guns, they have to pay an annual $25 fee per household and then purchase gun insurance that specifically covers losses or damages resulting from, quote, any negligent or accidental use of the firearm. Now, help me think through this. Are the bad guys or the bad gals, are are they going to go and pay $25 every year for their guns that they obtain illegally, usually, and are they going to take out insurance so that the next time that they participate in a, in a gang shooting or the next time that they lose control and shoot somebody, uh, that the insurance will cover all that? Come on. Seriously? So follow the dollar. What's this really about? I think it's about the $1.3 million a year that this annual fee is expected to bring in. Here's uh, Sam Licardo. He's the mayor of San Jose. This is his rationale for this. Well, first, liability insurance, we know uh, in the context of uh, of driving is something that has helped us reduce deaths uh, from auto accidents for many decades. Uh, For years, we've been incentivized as drivers uh, to buy cars with airbags to drive more safely in the same way that uh, gun insurance can encourage owners uh, to get trigger locks or take gun safety classes or buy gun safes. And we know that's important because we have more than four and a half million children in this country who live in a home where a gun is kept loaded and unlocked. And then secondly, the fees will be used uh, by a nonprofit foundation to invest in evidence-based violence and harm reduction strategies, suicide prevention, domestic violence prevention, uh, gun safety classes, a host of, of ways in which we can serve primarily occupants of gun-owning households, because we know that's where the risk is. And if we can serve them, provide mental health services and other services that are critical, we can reduce gun harm. Okay, so apparently uh, the answer to violence that's done by people with guns, the guns don't commit the violence now. It's uh, folks with guns committing violence. Apparently uh, the bad guys are the law-abiding folks who own guns. 
in San Jose. Yeah, they're they're apparently they're the target here. No pun intended. Uh, they're the ones that are suspect. They're the ones that have to pay the freight because bad guys who are never going to pay the $25, who are never going to pull the insurance for uh, for their guns, they're, they're paying for the bad guys' actions. How about we deal with the bad guys, Mayor Sam Licardo? How about we deal with the bad guys and not make the good guys the bad guys? Good night. Uh, uh, seriously? 209 <laughs> Two zero nine five five one three four eight three, and then he draws a parallel between liability insurance for your car being a justification for liability insurance for your gun. Are you serious? That defies every every rule of logic that I know. There is absolutely no connection between the two. And he mentions gun locks. Okay, well, possibly, possibly uh, that might help. I don't think so. Let's go very quick, uh, quickly to the phones. Uh, get your comments before we have to go today. Debbie and Stanislaus, what are your thoughts about this? Hi, Mike. Um, okay, I'm going to try to get this fast. <laughs> this is a setup, sheer, literal setup. They're going to keep after us until we don't have anything to defend ourselves with. This is how you control people. The criminals right now, by our governor of the state of California, he's letting them all out. Why in the world would we even consider this thing in San Jose? We're just going to have to use our, our noggins, think hard, write our letters, make our known let us make our known. We run this state of California. You keep doing this to us and letting the people that are using these horrible things to hurt people and then punish us by getting our money. That's another industry they're creating to punish us with it. Look how many insurances we pay for just to protect our individual lives. That, that's right, Debbie. What do you One. Think, Mike? $1.3 million a year. Debbie, I agree with you 100%. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Uh, Mike Douglas here. We you. will see you tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Great. Great call, Debbie. You're right on the money. Couldn't have said it better myself. Back tomorrow at 3 here on the Mike Douglas Show. Power Talk 1360 KFIV.